Podcast Ministry Broadcast is sponsored by Zoe International. Visit us at godsrichestwoman.com. Leave your comments, prayer requests, and testimonies. Now let's talk Proverbs 31 with our host, Dion Marie. Praise God, virtuous women of God. I am so excited to be back before you today, your host, Dion Marie, with God's Virtuous Woman. Thank you, Jesus, for blessing us with yet another week. Halfway through, thank God for you. I thank God for you listening, and I thank God for you um, committing, committing to be a part of the podcast and spreading and sharing the love of God to other women, other ladies, by having them to tune in. Let's continue to push it forward, ladies. I love you with all my heart, soul, mind, body, strength, every fiber of my being. And I miss you so much. But even though I don't see you in the natural, I pray and believe God that through these messages that you can hear my voice and you know me because you have seen me and you know that I am sincere and I'm loving you all the way across this city of Atlanta. And for those of you outside of Atlanta, I'm loving you right where you are right now. God's Virtuous Woman podcast has been birthed to assist, to empower, to motivate you to be able to be encouraged in the work of the Lord as a woman, wife, and a mother. We don't take for granted, nor do we think it strange that God created the woman for man. And even creating the woman for man that woman still has to be a woman and then she becomes a wife and then she becomes a mother or however by design your life ended up that's okay god is still on the throne and god loves you for who you are right where you are in the middle of whatever you are in in jesus name i'm so glad to be back before you this week with a short message on the mind the arena of warfare you know The Bible says in all thy getting that we need to get understanding and to get understanding, it's going to come through understanding. Literally, you can understand anything if your mind is not set correctly. So the mind and so many different facets, so many different ways plays on and affects a lot of areas of your life. And it even affects how you affect other people. I, um, had the opportunity to hear in my devotion this week this amazing song. And I think that this song is going to bless your socks off. I, not only through the messages that we get, the PowerPoint Monday, marvelous Mondays that we've incorporated into the whole process, it's all of it's all of it's very good. And I want you to listen to this song and to hear this song because I think that this is going to bless your socks off. And I think that God is going to speak to you right where you are in the middle of this song right now in Jesus name. You loved me through my good and you loved me through my bad. Jesus, you didn't erase my future because of my past. I'm glad you loved me Love 
trust God that that song has blessed your socks off. That is where we are today, saints, ladies of God. I don't care where you are in your life, in your relationship, whatever ship you're on, courtship, friendship, uh, marriage, ship, whatever ship, again, that you're on. God will love you through your good and your bad. Even parenting ship, it encompasses all. He covers all. Oh God, I thank you and I praise you for that song. I hope that you were blessed by that song. And it's no it's no strange thing that God uh, revealed this message of uh, points that he wanted to share with me or share with you tonight, wanted me to share with you tonight, the mind, the arena of warfare. Because so many times the enemy comes to prey on us and the first thing he does is he attacks the mind. And before you know it, you start lining your words up with what you're thinking. And then before you know it, your habits, your decisions, your emotions, and one, two, three, you end up in the wrong place at the wrong time. Your destiny is off course. That's not God's plan for you. Let me share a few scriptures with you tonight, and I trust and pray that you be blessed by it. And I want you to go back and study these scriptures in your own me time, in your closet time with God, because even though we're sharing this with you, God now wants you to get to the point to where as you are learning and you are studying and you are researching on your own to understand what thus said the Lord to you through these scriptures in your own life. So let's take it to uh, God in prayer. Father, we enter into your gates with thanksgiving, into your courts with praise. We know that you are high and lifted up. Father, your glory fills this temple, this body. In the name of Jesus, rest, rule, and abide within us, Holy Spirit. Have your way in the name of Jesus. Open up our eye gates, our ear gates, our mouth gate, oh God, so that we can receive the engrafted word that you have set apart and set aside for us this night. Give us daily our daily bread, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And lead us and guide us again, Holy Spirit, into the place called all truth. We don't try to seek to understand things on our own, but we want your leading, your guiding. Because in that way, we know that we will end up, we will end up in God's perfect way. Even though we're not perfect, God is perfect. You are perfect, Holy Spirit. And we receive by faith right now the blessing that you have for us through your word. Praise God, saints. So let's go to the book of Romans, Romans 12, 1 through 2. God is speaking here and he's telling us, Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Going back to scripture as before that we've talked about, and most of you know this, but for those ladies that are still learning and are growing in God, God has set before us his word, which says and tells us, be ye in the world, but you are not of the world. Meaning you are literally taking up space and you are abiding in this world system, but your daily choices and your daily decisions and your daily actions should not be that of resembling to what a person that that is of the world does. Most people who are of the world, they are going to do opposite of what God's promises and God's directives are for us. And let's take this back to the beginning. God only wants and wishes above all that we prosper and be in good health. 
even as our soul prospereth. Yes, you were created to go into all the world to preach and teach the gospel. We need to bring back and usher back in the glory of God through men, through our testimony, by sharing with them so that they can grow and that they can get the revelation and then they can go out and they can tell somebody and then the people that they tell, tell somebody and so on and so forth. It's a monopoly effect. God is a God of generations. He's a generational God. This is why he spoke and said back in the uh, the new, uh, the Old Testament, you know, this is be it unto uh, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the father uh, the grandson and, and or the father, the, the son and the grandson. And, and as he pushes through to the, the New Testament, he tells us same generational, same generational processes that we need to leave a legacy for your children and your children's children. And God is a generational God. And if you think about the world in and of itself, the world will only last Uh, for a moment, only lasts for a moment. Who occupies space in the world? We do, human beings. At some point in time, your body is going to return to the dust from whence it came. And who's going to live after you? Not in most cases, in some cases. I mean, you've got right now in these days, you've got you've got grand grandmothers outliving daughters. You've got uh, mothers uh, that are outliving uh, grandmothers. So, so <clears throat> excuse me. My point is that God works in generations. He is an on purpose God. He's a forward moving God. He's a progressive uh, God. He works on purpose in his purpose, which is always in and through the spirit of excellence. And so we were created to be able to go into the world, to preach and to teach the gospel and to to, to pay it forward and to uh, minister to those that are in need. Adversity here on earth comes in all forms and fashions. No one, no one is exempt from adversity. Jesus experienced it when he walked the earth. And so guess what? How much more do you think you won't experience it? Because you can't, you will. He said in this world, be of good cheer for I have overcome at the end of your adversity, at the end of your trial, at the end of your circumstance, at the end of that uh, just heart pounding, raging situation that you're in, victory is waiting for you. The focus is how you get, what's your attitude and how you get to that victory. This is what alters the course of you having to belabor, or excuse me, belabor, longer than what you should, kind of like the children of Israel, they murmured and complained. God delivered them out of Pharaoh's hand only to get into the desert and start murmuring and complaining and ended up what should have took them days to get to the promised land, took them 40 years. Think about that. There is a victory God has for you, but the process of going through and your attitude going through is going to determine the trajectory length of time for you to get through that. Nobody is 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 uh, um, from the from the enemy. Nobody is is. Uh, I guess what I want to say is that the devil has no respect to person. God has no respect to person. The devil has no respect to person. He comes to one, two, three, still kill and destroy. I'm gonna say it again. One, two, three, still kill and destroy. I'll say it again. One, two. 
3. The devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Understand this. There is nothing out here in this world system or of this world system that is going to benefit you without the orchestration, without the unction, without the positioning, the setting up and setting apart by the Holy Spirit for your life. There's nothing out here for you to partake of. This world system, 1 John 2, 15 through 16, read that in detail in your own space and place and time. Three major aspects that permeate throughout this entire world on a daily basis, woman of God, wife of God, mother of God, you are going to have to deal with the lust of the eyes. All that is in this world is the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. You are going to come into contact of making a decision and a choice, hopefully and perfectly wise in Jesus' name, on how to deal with these three things in every aspect of your life on a daily basis. This is why God reconfirms and God tells us, remember my child, you live in the world, but you are not of the world. Philippians 2, 5, I want you to read 5 through 11. I'll read the whole chapter so you can get a better perspective on what God is saying here. He's telling, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. What mind is that, Father? I want you to think on things that are lovely, things that are pure, things that are just, things that are of a good report. Why? Because if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, it comes from only thinking on these things. God has been trying to tell us for thousands of years, watch your thinking, discard, tear down, stinking thinking. My old pastors from New Orleans, man, I thank God for pastors Greg and Deidre back in the early 90s before I moved to Atlanta. You talk about power pack, warfare, devil stomping, uh, 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 intercessory prayer, uh, on your knees, falling prostrate before God, uh, meetings at our weekly Women of the Word and Maximize Men meetings. They taught us how to fight. Ladies, this is the world system. You live in it, but you are not of it. And guess what? You are going to have to fight. And I'm telling you, you need to let your man, your husband, whoever you're significant in Jesus name, good person is, you need to let them know and let them hear this so that they can encourage you and empower you and motivate you to listen to God's Virtuous Woman podcast, building and strengthening and empowering women to live as God's woman, a Proverbs 31 woman. It doesn't matter what you're going through. Perhaps you're plagued by family disputes, bickering, uh, uh, bad, bad decisions and choices. Your marriage is crumbling. Uh, you just can't seem to connect with your kids. It does not matter what the situation is. God is the knower of all hearts, and he knows the intent, the purpose, and the motivation of your heart. And he could set in place those things that need to be on the right track, but it only comes by if you will yield yourself to him, and if you would spend time with him, and if you would build and cultivate your relationship with him. God wants to speak to you on so many levels in your life as a woman, a wife, and a mother. It's it's it's. It's amazing. It's amazing. That's the whole reason why he created you. What's to fellowship with you? And he wa- he wants to lead and guide you. He didn't want you stumbling and bumbling on earth by yourself. He wants to lead and guide you. 
So you've got to decide to take a stand and start thinking on things that are above and not things of this world. Put away, cast down that stinking thinking. Your mind, it's the arena of warfare. This is the number one, the number one place where the accuser of the brethren, who is that? The devil? That's the first thing he does. He's going to play on your mind. Yeah, your mind is the uh, battlefield. It is the battlefield. What is warfare? Think about that word. Engagement in or the activities of an individual in war or in conflict. Who are you in war or conflict against? The Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places. That's not your mama. That's not your sister. That's not your husband. That's not your child. That's not your grandchild. There is a spirit behind it that has been assigned to you on purpose as a woman of God to defeat you, to annihilate you, to tear you down, to tear you apart. That is on purpose. And you have got to understand, I pray, I beseech you, I beg of you to understand how your life has been set up and and, and why the adversities come, why the adversities come, whether self-stricken or you're just in the middle of a test. There is growth on the other side and there is victory waiting for you. Victory is waiting for you, woman of God. Think it not strange. Think it not strange. On a daily basis, God says, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. You've got to renew your mind daily. The Bible says faith comes by hearing, not having heard. You need a fresh anointing each and every day to deal with the temptations, the trials, the tests that the devil's going to throw at you. You need a fresh anointing every day. And if you're not humbling yourself under the mighty hand of God, And going into your prayer closet and asking God, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in my life here on earth. Give me my daily bread, Father, each and every day. Help me to walk out what I should say, how I should say it. Cover me, Holy Spirit. Saturate me so that I don't give off this uh, persnickety body language as I'm talking to these folks through these hotels that want to be arrogant and and and. All that other stuff, I'll just leave it there. But anyway, my point is this. You know, you've got those attacks in your life where people just want to cross you, want to call you out your name, want to do all kind of things to speak evil against you. I curse it in the name of Jesus. I bind it in the name of Jesus. Be that warrior. Be that woman of God. Be that God's virtuous woman where when you get out of your bed, thank you, Pastor Greg, when you get out out of your bed every morning and you put your feet on the ground, the devil says, okay, oh Lord, she's up. Yes, that's you. That's the anointing that God wants you to rule and rest and, 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 and abide in. He's given us dominion. The devil is a lie. I bind and rebuke every evil spirit imp that tries to set itself against you. I curse it in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus over your mind, body, spirit, your soul from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. And I need you to jump on board and get to talking the same thing and confessing and decreeing and declaring. Watch your life change. Your mind is the arena of warfare. Change your thoughts. Quit the the stinking thinking. Change your confession. Change your life. Change your life and change your destiny. End up where God wants you to be. It's not going to be easy, but guess what? The victory is already at the end. It's done. It's done. There's nothing you have to do, but just walk it out. Walk it out by faith. 
Walk it out in faith. Keep confessing the word of God. There's nothing the devil could do to overcome the word of God. He can't. He can't. It's interesting because we've not practiced this dutifully daily on a daily basis for some of us. And so it it seems like it's, it's something hard, but it's not. You can do this. I believe in you. God believes in you, which is why he created you. You have to change your confession. Think it not strange that when even Jesus walked the earth, he turned and he told Peter, Peter, the devil wishes to sift you as wheat. Who do you think you are? Woman of God, I'm telling you, you are a, you have a bullseye on your back. Why? Because you're a woman of God or because you want to grow in your walk with God or because you want to give your life to God. But the beautiful thing is that God has set up successes for you all along the way, all along the way. Think about the NASCAR cars when they go around and around and around uh, driving these cars at hundreds of miles per hour. It is necessary for them to eat, to do a pit stop. A pit stop is necessary. You got to change your tires, change your battery. I don't know, change, uh, I don't, you know, I don't follow NASCAR a lot, but uh, change your oil. I don't know if I said that, but yeah, change your oil, maybe change transmission, your tires and pit stops are necessary, but they are not created for you to stay there. What do you do? You get back in that car and you finish running your race. God's got you. God's got you, woman of God. And the glory goes to God because when you run that race and you run that race diligently, you end up with the testimony. And guess what? You plant that seed in the next sister and the next sister into the next sister and that sister into the next sister. And the word of God becomes a systemic growing effect to spread the good news, spread the gospel of God unto the uttermost parts of the earth. I pray and I trust and I believe that you have had a huge takeaway from the word that God wants you to understand. Remember, and all by getting to get and understand, you are Proverbs 31 woman. You are God's virtuous woman. You are made in his likeness and his image. You are the apple of his eye. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. And he loves you like no other because guess what? There is no other person here on earth like you. I love you. And I want you to remember that. And I want you to remember your best, your best in God, a child of God, your best life, your best days are ahead of you. They're not in your past. There's a reason why the windshield is bigger than the rear view mirror on purpose. Your best days are ahead. I love you in Jesus. And remember, Our podcast, ladies, is to equip you, to support you, to encourage, empower, and motivate you. Get and stay in a local word church. Stay in a church that is full of the gospel of God, not quote unquote, a full gospel church. You know, the name of the church doesn't have to have full gospel in it, but get into a Bible-based local word church and watch God take you to levels that you've never even dreamed of before. And I believe the spirit of greatness is upon you and the seed of greatness lives in you. Go forth and do something great in your life and in someone else's life. God bless. I love you.